So what did you guys think of that game seven last night? Well-deserved win. Well-deserved, right? Well-deserved. No. Well-deserved. to lose. Rags, rags and fists. Rags I, and I was not expecting that at all. Like, I, I started that game so nervous, and by, like, the end of the first, I was like, holy shit, we got a chance. No, by that first goal, I, I knew we had that. I'm like, I was just I was just surprised that they actually showed up on, on an away game. I'm a true Ranger fan. I was just waiting for them to blow it. Uh, yeah, me too. I was, I was sitting there honestly, that, biting my nose. That's what I was, I was like, waiting oh. for as well. All I'm saying is Rangers, Tampa, Rags, and Six. Sorry, not sorry. No, I agree. Rags and seven. I saw I, a stat. I got Wait. Tampa. I got Tampa in five. Rags and six. You want to put five bucks on it? Yeah, sure. Five bucks. I want put a little more than five. Come on now. Right, I'm unemployed. Five, five, five bucks is a big, big spend for me right now. <laughs> Damn. Well, I saw a stat yeah. that every person that scored, every team that won the first period, or won won the game. Yeah, it's like the team that scores the first goal wins 75% of the time. That's crazy. But at the same time, it's like um, you have two – literally the two best goaltenders in the entire world play against each other right now. This is going to be great. Yeah, this is going to be the best goaltending series of the and then you And then you, have the, then you have the West Coast with the two of the best number one overall picks playing against each other right now. You got three of the top teams in the NHL, and then the Rangers, who are built on friendship and love at this point. <laughs> I saw who I, just I sunshine. <laughs> who just don't want to. Who just don't want to quit. You got to give it to them, though. You know. You know, it's been an amazing run. And welcome to the boys of Seven One Eight, everybody. I'm Matt. We got Ethan. We got Mitch. We got Frankie. We don't know why Frankie's here, but we're rocking with him. Missing as usual is John. But in his place, we got a very special guest from the Not About You podcast. We got Jamal Harrington, everybody. Greetings, everybody. See, it's not like your podcast, but we got a little button that does clapping and shit. So we got to pretend to fill in those uh, sound effects. Hey, man, it's it's all good. I'm just glad to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Speaking of being somewhere, how was your uh, Memorial Day weekend? Uh, from what I remember, amazing. It was amazing. Um, I was just, uh, yeah. I had uh, we had we had a family reunion, and uh, so it was it was just amazing. Uh, get get to see all of my fa- most of my family. I have a pretty big family, but the folks that came in from Florida and out of town, it was so great to see them. That uh, my brother came from Seattle and brought my mom, and you know we're, we're from a Caribbean family. So, which automatically by that, our family's huge, you know, and I think I know why we love sex, but nonetheless, um, it was great. It was such a great weekend. Um, I had a great time again, from what I remember, uh, between work and having to, you know, fill in some places. It was amazing. See, at least you had a good weekend because um. we we've established that. If we ever have a party again, Frankie is not the guy that we're going to have. He's not going to well, be. No, no, no. You can't blame me. You really can't. No, no that yes, really... we can. No, you were the one I... who said, I'm taking care of this. You said everything. It was taken care of, okay? It was the biggest bust of all time. No, Listen, it was not. I'm, the, I'm okay, gonna... It wasn't that bad. It was bigger of a bust than Ethan's life. Okay, like, let's, okay. Let's get that straight. Sounds like I need to be filled in on something. 
Okay, okay. Uh, let me so. let me get you through it. I recommended that we did this party on the right before I came back, like the last week of April. I texted my friend, like, "Yeah, we got to do this. If you're gonna invite your people. I'm gonna invite mine, and we're gonna do this, and it's gonna be fire." And at first, it was just supposed to be a beer pong tournament, just because easy one game. <laughs> you make a little bracket. You have two pong tables, two games going, and you're supposed to actually uh drink the beer from the actual cups not put water in the cups i'm talking to you ethan you fucking pussy now continuing um, now i ethan i have 300 cups and i had 72 beers and you chose to put water in those cups and waste them. yes okay yes whatever besides the point i made a mitch was on my side no no okay shut up okay please let me let me tell you about my failed party um i was there yeah yeah says the one that was dressed as uncle sam now please um uh i've made a google ethan and matt and mitch decided to say let's make this uh beer olympics and have multiple games instead of just having just one game just multiple times do not throw my name in there because no no i I never responded i know uh i I no 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 this was way before no this was way before i texted in the group chat and you guys recommended I could scroll up and find it. I was still at school, so it was before May 10th. And so I made a Google form after I made it back home from school. And I just made it where you would pick what country you wanted, uh, what beer you would prefer to bring, what some like if you would bring liquor or beer or food, whatever you preferred, and um, who would be on your 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 Olympic team. And I had a I had a few people fill it out. Um, I had Ethan fail it three, fuck it up three times. Um, Mitch did One it once time. and decided, yeah, no, you filled it up three times. You, Ethan, you filled it out three times, and you had your sister fill it out, who was never coming in the first place. She um, was supposed to come, but she no, she wasn't. Work. She told my sister she was never coming. I have text. Oh well. Besides point, um, Matt was not even going to come. He was going to go watch the Ranger game with his dad, and he told me that while we were at the at it. And I had people say that they were coming, who were on cruises. Who didn't have a way there and and it was just the people that filled it out and people who committed to coming just didn't come so i had we had a lot we had we had we had beer um people didn't come on time so we, we were supposed to start seven o'clock it was seven o'clock and matt had to tell me it was seven o'clock because i didn't know i thought they were <laughs> i thought they were like a half hour early like where the fuck is everyone and it, it turned out everyone was just late and um it was so much free time that me and Mitch had time to run to the store and get ourselves more beer. We, were we had more than it. enough beer. You just wanted a different brand of beer. No, we wanted more. Yeah. But there, you know how many beers are left over there still? But besides it, it was such a fail. We barely got through the Pong tournament or the Pong section of it. Um, people wanted pizza but didn't have cash. So I had to end up putting all my cash out there. And then people had to start Vemoing me, which I, I'm still short $30 somehow. Because so I paid an extra thirty dollars for pizza, and I anyway I only had like three slices. But yeah, so no one. The only the only positive was the Rangers winning the game. That was the only positive from that night. Um, um, I had to clean the entire basement anyway, and I had to walk home. So hey, the Rangers win Game Seven, won me sixty bucks. I don't care. True. Yeah, but the party was a fail. Um, I'm gonna be a wedding planner in the future um, because Ethan wants me to. I'm gonna plan. I'm gonna plan everyone's wedding except for Ethan because he's not gonna have one. And there you go. What? Says the one who doesn't have. 
it's okay. You know what? I I appreciate that that you think I'm getting married. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, 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 really. It's okay. Ethan, where was your girlfriend that entire time? In Jersey. Yeah. She didn't want to come yeah, near she, you. She, she didn't support you enough to even come to the boys of 718 event. Exactly. Which was a flop, by the way. No one else helped exactly. me play in it. It was the boys of no, no, 718 Pong tournament. Yeah, and but you, know you who said did you it? were gonna, Only me. You were gonna you said you were gonna play in it. We said okay. We figured you take And then clearly I needed help, up. you know. Clearly I needed help inviting people because the people but, I invited did not come. Besides the point, whatever. It was a fail. Now this leads me into my question for Jamal. What's the worst party you've ever been to? Um, wow, that, I think the worst party I've ever been to was, there was one that I went to in Seattle, where I showed, I mean, I showed up fashionably late, but was the only one there. And um, I think, it, I mean, I showed up an hour late, and nobody was there, it was just me. So I was kind of like, well, what are we going to do? Like, it was like, you know, a buddy of mine was having like a, it was one of those things where he, he threw like a party. It was like a playoff football game party. And it turned out that all the people that he invited went elsewhere, went to like other, other people's parties. And I was the, I was, it was me and like five other people. He told me, I, I looked on his Facebook invite and it was like 21 people to show up. There was only five people that showed up. It, it wasn't really a bad party because people actually brought stuff and he cooked and he overcooked, which meant that it was like more food for us. So I was like, you know what? Fuck everybody else. Uh, I was there. I was able to eat. I was able to take food home um, and I take beers home. He was like, look, I don't really drink that much beers. And there was people that had brought beers, bought beers that he didn't really like. So luckily he had already went and did like beer shopping for himself and for other people who like his beers. But I mean, it wasn't the worst, but I thought it was gonna be more people, more networking, more, you know, getting to know other, his friends and whatnot. He was kind of bummed out. And on top of that, Seattle lost, which was even like worse. Um, and I was just kind of like, yay, um, cause I won 50 bucks on a bet. And I was like, all right. Um, but it wasn't the, I don't think it was like the worst party, but I think there was just a lot of buildup where he thought that, 20 some odd people was going to come and ended up being five people that showed up. So that was kind of uh, like Frankie's party. No, yeah, that's, no, a, that's exactly. No. no, mine was probably way worse. Come on now. Now, what was the beer that he brought that he didn't drink, that he didn't want? Well, it, I mean, he didn't, he's not a huge fan of Hefeweizens. I bought a 12 pack of Hefeweizens because, I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, it was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm sure somebody's going to drink it. A lot of my friends drank it. <laughs> and I mean, it, like, I'm more than half the shit was gone. And he was like, oh, by the way, you, I mean, usually when I bring drinks, I usually leave it there. But he was like, oh, yeah, you can take this. Nobody in this household drinks have a license. And I was just kind of like, I don't know if it was just kind of like, wow, that's the beer you drink. Um, but I was like, you know what? I was thinking about other people instead of the host. Because, um, you know, and then on top of that, I ordered a pizza um, for, for us and that got devoured fast. So, I mean, I try to be helpful and try to be like, oh, hey, since it's us, let's order a pizza. Who likes pizza? Name, start, start spitting out toppings. And um, we, we did that. To me, it was fun, but it was just like, it was kind of overly hyped because not many people showed up. 
And the, and the thing is, like, I know this guy. He's a good guy. Very funny dude. Great guy. But it was just like, I was like, damn, what did you do that only five of us showed up, you know? And, and, and what was the, and to make matters worse, people that he had invited posted up on Facebook, like pictures of them. It was like, oh, that son of a bitch went there instead. It was so <laughs> fucked up. Like, it really ruined his, like, morale. But, you know, he's sitting there like, you guys are my truest friends. I'm like, bro, we only came here because we knew that everywhere else we would have went, we would have probably had to fight our way for food. <laughs> well, you it's, know, not about, it's not about how, like, bad the, the party is. It's how you recover with the next one. Got to remember that. You're only, as good, you're only as good as your last party. Frankie, yeah. you got a hell of a fucking way to go. Uh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I will. I swear, the next one, if it, it's going to be a banger, I promise. Okay. I mean, we can't put all the blame on Frankie here because listen, he he got everyone together, but they didn't show up. That's not his fault. That's their fault. Well, it's let me not ask getting. The, the, then the question. Then the question lies. Hey, Frankie, what's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't we, know why I'm here. We don't know why we, I'm here. We don't have enough time to get into what's wrong. Yeah. With Frankie. <laughs> that's a that's a whole what three hour episode that's a nice yeah, happy right there oh, wow. we, we don't we don't got time to, to go into his life so i'm gonna only be problems. there for like two minutes right and then i'll leave halfway john through. even showed up true hey can, can we just talk about how drunk john got without oh my god bro, bro oh, had like oh. three drinks yeah <laughs> This guy, oh, yo, 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 Jamal's face right now says it Yo, all. he's like, yo, get no. me a water right now. Get me a water. I need a water. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep. I, I don't, I know I have to get you a water. I know, like, I'm the one that invited you here. Like, there's a fucking fridge right there. Just, just go. And I had him on my team. And he wanted to go drink for drink with me and Mitch. Oh, my God. Nah, nah, and he said that uh, his girlfriend can handle her drinks, right? That's what he said. He said that he, he, he could hang with them, right? It makes, it all makes sense now. Dude, it 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 was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so, I don't know. You, John, I thought so. John two point oh, he he was just here, right? But he's not here right now. No, no, that's Ethan. I named no, him John two point oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, oh, okay, he's the okay. new John. He's the new John. Oh, I'm not. No. <laughs> so so John is not here. Like no, no, he just had, he just has John. Up. John just never shows up anymore. Like wait, what was the, wait? What was it this time? Wait, um. His I had my brother's graduation party. What was it last time? Yeah, oh, he fell asleep at one o'clock and didn't yeah, wake, wake there up. You go. Yeah. And, and then the time before two. Then the time before that was crabs, and then he oh he his, the, the other time was oh no did he he forgot that his fish drowned. So like he had to go, <laughs> yeah, so he had to go fish. Yeah, he's like my cactus died so. Uh, <laughs> oh man, he was, he that was, was an excuse, his pet right? turtle. Like, <laughs> can we? Like, I want, I want to refer to our Insta post for a quick second when I said that we're that Matt and I were the best pong partners, and John said something about the best flip cup. I smoked him in flip cup. He didn't even know how to play. He didn't know how to do it. Frankie, Frankie was doing the timer for me and him. Even yo. I don't know what I was. He was like, I just want to drink this one. I'm like, well, you have to spread this one drink into these five cups or you cannot play. And he did not understand. It took him like five minutes to comprehend. Yeah, Matt, Matt and I were just sitting there. We're looking. We go, what are they doing? I, I, I don't know, man. 
You know, at least he doesn't have to listen to this because he doesn't even listen to these episodes. Clearly, so. clearly, John does not get out of the house much. Yeah, only when, only when he's allowed. So only when listening. <laughs> so for everybody listening that doesn't know Jamal, Jamal is actually a really good comedian who's been performing all over the country. Uh, do you want to talk a little more about uh, stand up and how you got into it? Um, yeah, sure. I, uh, at first I was a producer before I was a standup. Um, I was in 2005, well, actually I would say maybe like 2003, uh, 2003, 2000s, uh, I was a standup comedy promoter. So I worked for a company that produced comedy shows, um, in New York and, I would, a, we, me and my, uh, the crew would always get to go see the shows for free. And the shows were so good, so funny. I, but with that being said, I never, ever wanted to be a comedian because it just seemed like it was emotionally draining. You know, you go up there, if you didn't do well and you lived in the Bronx and you did a show in like the Lower East Side of Manhattan, that was a long trip home. And I, I, I couldn't do that, you know? So I've been producing maybe six years before I decided to ever become a comic. And then when I moved to Seattle, you know, I was uh, with my girlfriend at the time and we walked past a comedy club just on a random. And I was like, hey, maybe I should perform here one day. So what I did was I emailed a friend of mine and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing like an open mic. Do you have any tips? And, um, I went to this, uh, I went to the open mic, I signed up and the first six comics that did it, um, I mean, the first six comics that went up on the show were terrible and I walked out. I scratched my name off the list and I walked out. I felt like I wasn't ready. Um, the, next, the next week, um, one of my buddies messaged me and he was like, hey, you know, just come up with like three minutes of material. Um, don't expect to be, don't expect it to be great. Don't expect to be funny. Just kind of lower your expectations. And when I did it, it was, it was kind of good. Um, you know, and from there, I just started continuing going to open mics, continuing to network. And I mean, mind you, this was like 10 and a half years ago. And, you know, oh, um, I was able to learn from other comedians, learn from headliners, learn from people, the do's and don'ts. And I mean, before you know it, not only was I, you know, hosting and being on shows, I was able to continue producing shows uh, in Seattle. And, you know, 10 years later, I've just been, um, I mean, I got into a festival, I've been headlining, um, I did a tour, my very first tour, and it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. It's been great going to other cities, meeting other comedians, and seeing how other cities and other comedians had to offer. So, I mean, it, it's a fun job. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought about quitting every day, and I, I, I just end up, you know, getting a gig or, you know, getting an opportunity to do something. And I love it. I just, I just love it. You know, and I, I've seen your show and it, it's, you guys got to see him. 
once like this guy puts on a really good show he produces a really good show I, now, I, will, say, I will say this um, I'm sorry to cut you off Matt no, um, go for it. if you guys Frankie, Ethan uh, Mitchell yes. okay, Mr. Mr. Katz um, if you guys aren't doing anything uh, this Saturday and I, I pass this over to Matt um, I'm actually headlining a show and what it is is I'm actually do, I'm practicing for my um, I, I'm, do, I'm practicing for a, a, a comedy album that I'm putting together in October so I have like all this like new material mixed with material that I want to use for this and it's in Williamsburg. I don't know where you guys live, but if you guys aren't doing anything, I would love for you guys to come as my guest. I will comp you. You, uh, I'm assuming you guys are handsome looking guys. I'm assuming you guys have girlfriends. Bring your girlfriends. I will comp them too. I just want to pack the place so you guys can actually see, um, just see me and of course see the people that I also have. But, and I love being on podcasts like this. So this is kind of like my way of thanking you guys for having me on. If you're available this Sunday, by all means, come. It's going to be great. And I'll throw the information to you guys in the group chat afterwards. I just want to make a note. Thank you. It's really funny that you would say Matt would have a girlfriend. Again. I mean, I would, say, I, I, I would say more of a boyfriend rather than a girlfriend, oh but God. That, that, that's just cool. Okay, hey, Matt, if you want to fire somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's first on my list after that one. Yeah, okay, what? bud. Well, isn't John I got first? Bumped down. <laughs> no, and, and J- me, John just got me. on my good graces by not being here, so he can't say anything. <laughs> hey, Damn. what'd you guys do? Oh, we went to this comedy show. How come I wasn't invited? Well, John, you would have been if you were here. I can't invite <laughs> I can't invite ghosts. So oh because you know, if I could, I would be like, hey, um, Rosie Perez, I got a comedy show going on, and I would love to hear that very high-pitched laugh you got whenever I crush it. Um, but she's not on this, you know, this show, so therefore I can't invite who is not here, i.e. John. You know who you can invite? You can invite my uncle if you guys want. Come on. Thank you. I'll be here all night. Oh, come on, man. Too oh, easy. Geez, you just lobbed man. it up. Come on. You got to love. Yeah, man. No, it's an ongoing this joke. Okay. This is something me and Jamal talked about when I was on his podcast. What's uh, your guys' like, favorite comedians? I, I know a couple of Ethan's, but like Mitch, Frankie, what do you guys listen to? I haven't listened to any comedians in a minute. But the last one I would I listened to was uh, Jeff Dunham. He was the last guy I listened to. Okay, Mike, uh, you're not invited. Uh, who else? <laughs> who else? Oh. I haven't really like watched. Give me a like. Give me a real comedian. <laughs> give me a real comedian. <laughs> Jeff Dunham. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't think Jeff Dunham considers himself as a stand-up comic. Um, <laughs> Like you throw Jeff Dunham at me, I'm just like, okay, Jeff Dunham is Sesame Street with, uh, <laughs> that's all it is. It's just Sesame Street with just, you know, um, uh, okay, um, I don't have nothing there. But yeah, Jeff Dunham, that's cute though. Um, <laughs> Good night, guys. I'm going home. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, Jeff Dunham. I mean, here's, I don't have anything. I, I really don't have anything against Jeff Dunham. He's actually a nice guy. But I'm just like, I've never heard anybody like say like they're like the first. Like, it's like they'll name 10 comedians 
Then they'll name like another 50, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, Jeff Dunham, by the way. That was was the first thing that came to my head. I I don't – okay, crucify me if you have to. Gabriel Iglesias, that's that's one of my – Okay, okay, yes, finally. Okay, good. Every time I listen to him, I always laugh my ass off regardless of what he says. He's hilarious. No, no, he is hilarious. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, between like as far as, you know, Jeff Dunham and Gabriel Iglesias, I'd be like, there's like 60 comics better than – both of, I mean, between both of them. I mean, I'm just like, yo, like Gabriel Iglesias is great, but if you're telling me that Jeff Dunham is better than Gabriel, that, that was he Gabriel. was the first. He was the first one that came to my head. I had no idea, and okay. I remembered. Oh wait, he. I, I watch him too sometimes on Netflix. Never, I'm nothing what to watch. Ooh, wow, my my heart almost my heart almost came to beat when I heard that. Um, wow, Jeff Dunham first. Mm. No, actually, Gabriel should have been your first choice. All right. Um, well now he knows. Guess, it's okay, Jeff Dunham. Like you might as well, you might as well just tell me Carrot Top. That's I'm, that's just, I'm just your local Jew from Brooklyn. I don't know you, oh, what, what, what you expect of me. <laughs> then, if you're a Jew from Brooklyn, you could have done way better than Jeff Dunham. <laughs> I mean, way better than you. I mean, if you would have said Seinfeld, even I'd have been like, okay, fair enough. Um. And then if you would have been like, oh, yeah, I'm just a dude from Brooklyn, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. And I wouldn't have broken your balls about it because, I mean, Seinfeld is funny. But Jeff Dunham, I should email Seinfeld right now and be like, hey, buddy, one of your people said that Jeff Dunham is one of his favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> and, all, and I would have loved to just sit back and watch all of your bar mitzvahs for money been taken away. I met John Jamal shitless right now. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm all shitless. <laughs> Leave it to Mitch to piss off our guests in the first like five minutes here. Here's a, no, no, no. I'm not mad. At least Mitch. I mean, Mitchell is trying. I mean, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. I mean, she be like, like if you didn't want me here, you could just told me to go home and then, or just not even be here. But no, no, it's cool. Like, you, first of all, shame on me for like shitting on your choice. You have every right to like who you like. I can't tell you who to like. But I'm just like, nobody says Jeff Dunham first. <laughs> I think John would. I, Yo, let's get John's I, opinion real quick. In my defense, John. I'm just a kid trying to get into med school. I don't really watch too much television. Okay. Got to so, go flex on everyone with the med school. But even, oh. a, la- but, but even a latchkey kid wouldn't throw Jeff Dunham because that's a softball. That's like a, that's like, that's like a curveball being – thrown and a home run being hit i'm like oh wow jeff dunham this person hasn't been held long enough as a child so you know that that's all that is hey thank you who's your favorite comedian i have basic ones okay like because like normally like Sir, I, frankie's too scared to a- answer right that's why <laughs> i said I let's go to john first let's go to john <laughs> Frank, like, I, hey, like frankie, normally i'm the one that gets ripped into like you know tread, like, tread lightly like okay um, well, the first one I could say casually, uh, well, you can say Kevin Hart and Adam Sandler are too clad. Like, like they, I'm sorry. I'm giving you basic names. I don't care, but they are hysterical no matter what you tell me. Um, okay. but I normally watch, um, I'm, this is going to get probably kill me, but you know, the, um, the comedy central roasts where they have like those, like the special guests. So I watch yeah. those all the time and I, and I try and find, I don't remember like people's names, but like, 
afterward, I like it's bad for me not to remember names, but afterwards, like I'll find who made me laugh the most from that, and then I would look up some videos from them. Like I could find really? one that I found, but I was I mean, looking. There, there's a lot of comics on those roasts actually. Um, and I always look at the comics that actually do the roast. Um, I've watched, you know, the uh, the Hesselhoff roast, the Rob Lowe roast, the Pamela Anderson roast. Like those are the ones that are my, even the, like the um, the flavor flavor roast, which kind of I feel like after I watch that roast, I have to take a shower afterwards, like I would scrub myself. But it, it, it's, I mean, it it is what it is. But yeah, those roasts are really funny actually. Um, they're, well, they're really they're really good. Yeah. Like and, most of them aren't comedians a lot. Most of them are just like famous people just being funny, just making like, you know, cracking the stupid joke, you know? Well, well, just FYI, uh, comics actually write, write their bits. They're not like Martha Stewart. You think, she's, you think she ever wrote a fucking joke in her life? No, no. She's, too busy. she's too busy making doilies and having guys like Kurt Metzger or anybody who is a comedian that don't actually get the credit that they deserve. They write their jokes for them. So... I mean, so whenever somebody tells me like, oh, why did you see Martha Stewart crush it? I'm like, okay, slow down, Turbo. Um, somebody wrote those for her. Like, somebody wrote those jokes for him and he dishes them out. And I mean, that's just what it is. So, but those roles, not for nothing, they are funny. But at the same time, I try to make sure that, you know, like Lisa Lampanelli, very funny comedian. Um, uh, like Greg Giraldo, rest in peace. Super funny. I mean, they have. I mean, on the dais, they have a lot of great comedians on there. And sometimes when you watch the dais, you could tell, oh, who wrote jokes and who did, you know. And it's usually the celebrities because again, they're not comedians. They're just, you know, give me a line and I'll say it. They're or the actors that are there. They have real comedians, good comedians write their shit for them but at the same time all around it's really funny and i, I dig the most yeah, but i have noticed like you know like um when i'm scrolling through tiktok i'll see like when i said kevin hart i like see like some you know like when you see like those few clips like here and there you most of the time when you look up like like shows that they do most of the stuff that they do is like repetitive like, you know when you get like to like that certain status like they like I feel like most things that like, you see from their shows are just like changed the slightest bit rather than when someone who's not as well known goes above and beyond to yeah. make different things. So people like, so they grow their, their uh, popularity. No, uh, Frank, you're, at, you, you're actually right. Um, like I like, I mean, I have nothing, here's the, I have nothing really against comedians. Uh, you know, I mean, even like Jeff Dunham get, I mean, Jeff Dunham, Make your money any way you can. I would never, you know, I mean, I have my favorite comedians. I have people that I do respect. But I mean, Kevin Hart, I respect, I've always respected the hustle. He's from Philadelphia. He would come down to New York and do a weekend of shows. And I mean, there, he did have a way of hustling. Now, I see Kevin Hart, you know, doing chase commercials and all that. Hey, good for you, whatever. Kevin Hart is, 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 is doing his thing. He's doing what, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart knows what's best for him. His manager knows what's best for him. Um, Kevin Hart's old stuff to me was hilarious. But I think comics like that, that get to a certain point where I kind of felt like, okay, they've either got complacent 
where they have like their friends write jokes for them or whatever, or they can become less funny. And I'm just like, oh man, like what, what are you doing? What are you not doing? You know, now that you got like all this fame, like what are you doing? Like how, why are you less funny? You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm not saying that Kevin Hart is less funny. I mean, Kevin Hart is going to always have a fan base. But for me as a fan of stand-up comedy, sometimes like if you were to tell me, hey, Kevin Hart's going to be headlining at the Madison Square Garden, uh, you, I wouldn't get, I honestly wouldn't get a ticket because I'm just like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't really find him. I kind of find him sort of complacent. Hey, I'm rich. I can have people write my jokes. I, I never want to be that because I love writing my own stuff. I, or if somebody's like, hey, I got a joke for you that's going to work. I got some taglines. Yeah, that's great. But you know, and again, I'm not bashing Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is going to be successful regardless. But I would love to see that one special where everyone is like, yo, did you see Kevin Hart's last special? He totally nailed it. I want to see that. I want to see him do well. I want to see a lot. Every time somebody talks about a special, I want, I want it to be well. I want it to be great. Get me off the couch. Get me to press play on Netflix. You know what I mean? I don't want to see like Kevin Hart nail it in because he's worth millions of dollars and he's just like oh this is just me trying not to be unrelevant no if you're gonna do a special fucking crush it if you're gonna do a, a if you're gonna out a small room somewhere, i want kevin hart to make me laugh but the last four specials didn't okay thank god for dave Chappelle. you know so that's just, that's just my take on it you know and again i'm not bashing kevin hart at all like I said, Kevin Hart has his fan base. He's going to be very funny, but I just kind of feel like some somewhere down the line, when when you're not hungry anymore, you tend to be complacent, and you know, I just never, I just never want that, even for myself or for any comedian, where it's just like, well, I'm worth a hundred million dollars, you know, and you're just putting out shit just to put out shit. No, don't do that. I want you to be hardcore and rugged. So now, how do you come up with your material? I drink a lot of coffee at work. Just <laughs> I, know, I, I know, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It's I'm always thinking. You know, I just feel like you know what? I mean, I've been here ten years in the game, and sometimes I'm I'm always trying to think of. I mean, like I there's jokes that I can't wait to tell uh, this Saturday that I would that I've been kind of rolling around in my head, and I've actually written down. Because it's just like, you know what? Um, I live in New York City. A lot of shit goes on. All I have to do is walk outside sometimes. And before I know it, an idea will pop in my head. Because somebody's doing something stupid. <laughs> or somebody, or I'm approached by somebody and I'm just like, while somebody's talking to me and I'm trying to like recover from whatever's going on, I'm just like, how can I make this funny? But um usually what i do is i just i uh something will hit me um i i and and sometimes i'll be on the train and i'll be like okay i'm gonna write a joke between now and when i get off on my stop or at least come up with a concept i'll be honest with you 60 percent of the times i have nothing but when i sleep the next day and i wake up it's like oh i had a dream and i'm gonna come up and and this is the joke usually so I write all the time, and even if the joke sounds kind of stupid or or a, a premise is kind of meh, I write it, and then at some point I perform it in a regular act. So, but a lot of times it's usually coffee, 
a lot of the times it's usually I'm in deep thought and then something hits me and I'll just write the premise of it out. And then I'll just write the premise and then like a couple of days, things will pop in my head or I'll just do a lot of brainstorming where I'm just like, oh yeah, that'll probably work or that'll probably work. And then when it's time to actually, what I like to call debut a joke in the middle of a set that I'm doing, I'll throw a joke out there just to see if it, if I mean, if I'm already crushing then I'm like, well, I can't do any wrong with this joke. I'll throw it out there. And, you know, usually it's a 50, 50, like, Oh, it, it works or it doesn't work. But even if it doesn't work, I'll go home and I'll be like, I'm going to try to fix it because I don't want to give up on it right off the bat because it's a new joke. So how many times do you go with a joke before you start to scrap it? I would probably say uh, maybe five times. If, but sometimes I can tell if it like, if I'm like, okay, if I go somewhere else with this joke and it doesn't work, it's like, Ugh. but it's very rare that I scrap a joke. Um, I may not tell it. I may just give it, I may just let it sit on the shelf for a while. And then if something new comes to me, I'll do it. But um, if it doesn't work then yeah, I, I could probably honestly scrap like 15 jokes. Well, I have a question. Um, I, I don't want to jinx it, but have you ever had um, um, writer's block when it's coming to writing jokes or like figuring out what that? Because I know like you just said that like an idea comes out whenever because New York's New York, you know, we're the strangest place out there. But like, uh, obviously, like everyone hits that writer's block. Like I know like some people go to other people in their craft. Like if you're a comedian, you go to another comedian. If you're a writer, you go to another writer. Have you ever hit that yet? Oh, all the time, all the time. Um, and when I and when I run into an issue like that, the most important thing for me that I always have to remind myself is not to force the issue. If it's not there, then great. I could just be like, well, this is like I'll I'll write a I'll have the premise, I'll write the joke, and sometimes I'll be like, okay, there's something that should go here. And if I can't think of it right off the bat, then at least for that part, my writing is done. Um, I'll come, usually you just gotta, I give it like a couple of days and I'll go return to it. And then I'll be like, one, uh, I'll either, oh, I have something here or I um, would just wait on it. While I don't usually run jokes by people or even other comedians. It's just like, I, I just don't do that. Um, and I don't like it when comics do it to me, but for the most part, um, cause I like to see the joke on stage. And if a comic comes off stage and said, Hey, that was a new joke. What did you think about like this specific joke? And I would either be like, Oh, it was great. Um, here's a tag that I have for it. You can use this. Um, or, you know, but at the same time, I don't like to run jokes on people because sometimes it's annoying and, <laughs> and it's just like, you know, if I'm writing a joke and I'm laughing my ass off while I'm writing it, I feel like it's like it's to me, it's like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a father of a new joke and I can't wait to tell it. But yes, I do run into writer's block a lot. I have a handful of jokes from just like waiting. I'm, I'm like a punchline is going to come to me at some point. But I think the most important thing is if I'm writing a joke and. I get, if, if something is not there, it's not good to force it because if I force it and I perform it on stage and it doesn't work, then it's just like, I know, I know why it didn't work. It's like, because I tried to force a punchline that had no business being there. But 
sometimes something will come to me where I'm like, oh, I know what would, I know where this would work on what joke. And then I would just apply it to it. And then I would tell the joke. And again, you know, it either works or it crashes and burns. And even if it crashes and burns, that just tells me, okay, I need to, even though I believe in my heart of hearts, something is there. I need to reevaluate how I performed it. And I record my set. So I will listen to that particular joke that didn't work or that did, that kind of fell flat. And I'll just be like, okay, what, what uh, was it the, maybe my pitch, maybe my tone, maybe, uh, so, cause sometimes it could be performance. Um, but, so, but, you know, a lot of the times I'm always trying to like replay the joke and over and over in my head and be like, okay, maybe if I did this, or maybe if I said it this way, there's a lot of variables involved when it comes to writing jokes, but for the most part, um, yeah, I do get, I do get into a ton of writer's block. Um, again, I got 15 jokes that are just like, huh, what do I have here? You know? And sometimes I'll tell part of the joke and then like off the top of my head, something will just be like, I'll say something. And if it works, I'm like, okay, I'll implement it. If it doesn't, I'm like, well, we tried and we'll just have to come back to it. I was going to, that you basically branched into another question I had. Like if you're, while you're performing, have you ever come across, like, do you have like sections of like certain like, like jokes? Cause like, let's just say one topic or one like thing that you like a group of jokes that you have together aren't really hitting. Do you ever like change course and go maybe off script or towards a different like grouping of jokes? Cause one joke, one, they're like, yes. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, no, I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes, I mean, a lot of us comedians will have an idea of jokes that we want to tell. And sometimes, I mean, you know, we get heckled on stage. So sometimes we will have to abandon the set <laughs> altogether. And I mean, we, I mean, like good comics could like judging by the crowd, like I'll have a set list and I'll sit down and I'll watch the show and I'll see what a comic is doing. Like a few comics before me, and I'll see what jokes are hitting and what jokes are not hitting. So there have been times where I'll sit back and I'll watch a comic before me that's doing super well. And then he'll hit on a topic that's like not working, but it was something that I've had in my set. And I'll be like, oh, they didn't like that joke. And the thing is, you know, sometimes a comic would be like, oh yeah, the comic before me was talking about an abort, we'll talk about abortion. Well, here's my thought. It will say something and it will still fall flat. I'm like, if they didn't like that, there's no variation of my joke that would actually work. So what I would usually do is while the person is performing, I'll scratch that joke out and then I'll just put something else in it to replace it. Um, only because the, the, the comedians before you and even the hosts will tell you based on their performance, what the audience like and what the audience don't like. If you have a host that is just completely filthy and the, and the audience love it, great, we feed off of that. You know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, wow, like this is not even a clean audience. They like, you know, dick and fart jokes. Okay, cool. I have a handful of them that work and I'll just alter my set. Um, but yeah, there's times where, you know, Sometimes your set never, I mean, doesn't usually go as planned, but if you have enough jokes, you could, um, and, and you're funny enough, you could easily take a joke out 
without really thinking and just be like, okay, I know what joke's gonna work here. So sometimes you're always like, you have to like, while you're performing, you also have to like alternate jokes on the spot, you know? And that's something that I've learned by watching other comedians because, you know, sometimes I could tell where they're just like, oh, this is not the joke that they meant to tell, or they might have to tell a joke because we have them like listed in order that we want to tell them. Sometimes if your first few jokes bomb, you're going to have to like dig into the arsenal and be like, okay, I'm going to have to throw this joke out there just to wake up the audience. And you might have to alter your jokes while you're doing your set at the same time. So sometimes that little piece of paper that you got sitting on the stool, you might as well just throw that, throw that away because it's like, okay, I'm going to have to go on survival mode and hoping that these people like me because, you know, either the comic before them bombed and the audience is out of it, or they touched on subject matter that you was going to touch on, but they did it badly. So sometimes you kind of have to feel out the audience depending on what you want to do. There's times where I'll go up on stage and I won't even have a set list. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to free ball it and hope for the best. Um, and because, you know, again, depending on your audience, sometimes they like it when you're just off the cuff. Sometimes they like it when you make fun of the audience. Sometimes, um, depending on the crowd, they don't like, some crowds don't like it when it looks like you are um, like rehearsing a, a, a bit that you did, you know? So sometimes you just got to look like some of this stuff is coming off the top of your head. You have to fool the audience sometimes, you know? And see, you've been talking a lot about the audience. Is there any like specific place or town that you like playing the best? I mean, I go to Seattle a lot. I, I do travel to Seattle a lot. Um, I have done shows in Charlotte and I mean, Charlotte audience. I mean, the one time I did the Charlotte audience, they, they were fun. Um, I mean, Brooklyn audiences are great because it's almost like they expect you to be fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, they're not trying to be like, oh, he's a wholesome comedian. No, no, no. Brooklyn people, uh, because first of all, they're not tourists. They're not just like, oh, yeah, we're just, no, no. Brooklyn people that live in Brooklyn, you know, they, they go to these shows and they report comics that they like or whatever. Um, hey, or, J- J- really J- Jamal, 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 you cut out right there. I don't think we heard a single word you just <laughs> oh, said. Oh, sorry. My, my, my bad. No, you were what, talking what about else? Brooklyn being, the Brooklyn people aren't tourists, and then that's the last yeah, thing we really heard. Like, like when, I mean, it, most of these people that live in Brooklyn that like stand-up comedy, they, they sort of know what to expect. You know, they're just like, well, this guy's from Brooklyn. He's one of us, kind of, you know, I'm supporting them kind of a thing. Um, you know, it's not, they don't expect like a wholesome, you know, clean comedy act. No, they're just like, this guy's just as fucked up as I am because we're from the same place. You know what I mean? Um, but if I do a show in Manhattan, most of the time it's just a bunch of tourists that are from like Ohio or Florida. And it's like, eh, we don't have that much in common per se. But hey, we, you know, we went to a live show. To them, it's like, oh, we went to a live show. We saw this comedian. He was funny. But Brooklyn cats, they'll remember you. They're like, oh, yeah, that one time I saw this guy, you know, I saw this guy perform one time at, you know, whether it's the Tiny Cupboard or like the, the Vino Theater. They'll be like, yeah, he's really funny. And, you know, they support, you know what I mean? So, um, but as far as like touring and, and all that stuff goes, I mean, I, I, I don't think that 
there's I, I I've it's very rare that I go to a place and the audience is just awful. You know what I'm saying? Some of these people are very glad that oh you came to our small town that no one's ever heard of and 30 people came. I'm grateful because I'm like you guys could have done anything else, but there's nothing else to do in this town, so you came here. You know what I'm saying? You could have been like watching your kids. No, you left your kids with their with like your aunt who is like uninteresting and you decided to have a date night here i love it you know what i'm saying so it's nothing for me to drive four hours somewhere to a you know a town where nothing much is going on and people actually come and support and because they're grateful they're just like hey nothing really happens here you came over here how did you hear about this time this town and i always say google um <laughs> that's how you know it's just like google that that's how I, I i heard you guys have like a bar that has a stage yeah it works so I'm, I'm, I'm never really, uh, I'm always grateful for anybody that comes. And I love doing small towns because again, they're grateful. Um, you know, I, I want to be able to spread my, as I like to call it, my comedy gospel to, you know, any town, whether it's like a redneck logging town or a poor black town, I don't care. I'm there. I'm there to just bring joy. And that, that's just it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, I want to be able to, give people an opportunity to come see me, come see the, the shows that I produce in their, in their town. Again, nine times out of 10, they're super grateful. And uh, so one last thing I wanted to ask you about, you want to tell everybody a little bit about your podcast and what you got going on over there? Well, sure. I do have a podcast called it's not about you. Um, it's uh, it's with uh, it's not about you with Jamal, Marianne and cousin Todd. It's, uh, it's basically a podcast um, that we have where we talk about, you know, a lot of it's like entertainment, uh, shows that we watch. Uh, we've, uh, you know, sometimes if we see like a funny story, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it and whatnot. But it's just a really cool podcast where it's just, you know, me and Marianne, who's also a stand-up comedian. Uh, and we have Cousin Todd, who's our tech guy. And we just basically just, I mean... We just talk and about anything. Um, I usually come up with like a list of stuff that we could possibly talk about, and we 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 talk about it. Um, I, I will say this though, it was funny because I was just uh, I, I, uh, when we had you on that, we don't talk about sports, and uh, <laughs> like we really don't. Like we talk about hockey for a long time, and cousin Todd is is not a sports guy either. But what, what really surprised me was the fact that he was able to carry this conversation about hockey and, um, and, uh, and like just hockey related stuff. We talked about the, um, the, the Netflix show that you was telling us about and it was great. Like I, I really thought, and, and we didn't even have Marianne on that podcast, but it was, uh, it was really, really cool. And, um, and it was just like, I was telling Todd, I was like, we talked about hockey for a long time. And I made a hockey mistake, actually, that your, <laughs> that Robert, your dad, um, caught me on. I'm like, oh, wow, you really did listen to the podcast. And he was just like, by the way, the Carolina Hurricanes did win a Stanley Cup. And so, like, the next time we did the podcast, um, we had a comedian on and, like, three quarters into the podcast, I was like, oh, by the way, speaking of hockey, um, you know, I did make a mistake on our last episode. The Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> I actually did that, and it was 
And Jamal left us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I did Jamal's podcast, Not About You. It, it was a lot of fun. And it reminded me a lot of doing the podcast with you boys. Just It was just open conversation. And it was, it was a lot of – it was a relaxed environment. It was just fun to be able to communicate with you communicate and just talk it there was no like exact structure we got to talk about whatever that we wanted to and it ethan your cat's annoying the hell out of me i swear to god man me too (laughs) i i've seen i've seen your cat run in and out of the screen like three to four times already and it's been killing me it's killing me too hey jamal's back (laughs) faster than john came back right (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I want to be there. <laughs> Before I let you keep going about your podcast, my father actually walked down right as your photos uh, like froze and wanted me to say hi for him and to let you know he'll see you on Monday. Uh, wait, on Monday? Yeah, my father's taking the rest of the week off. Oh, Jesus. I, you know what? I, I wanted to take the rest of the week off. Well, the boss, the boss man needed a couple days off. So, oh man, no, good for him. If anybody deserves it, it's me. Um. <laughs> uh, you're really lucky. My father doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, and we're even more luckier that your camera keeps freezing. <laughs> Um, but by the way, for everybody listening, his, his face right now that it froze on is probably the best face. No, I, I, I think, think we, we had no. Mitch's was better. Come on, I think I still have it saved somewhere. I think I think we need to get screenshots of both of these and compare and put them on the story. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're gonna we, start we, a poll now. We need to have the viewers vote which one's a better face to get frozen on. Best frozen face, and that's gonna be on the next vote. So, Mitchie, where are you driving to right now? I'm actually driving to the rink. I asked. Or... Did, did, did we lose him, too? I thought we lost Met, Mitch, too. So, the title of this episode no, is going to be Technical lost... Difficulties 2.0. And the next one will be John Returns 2.0, right? <laughs> Possibly. Hopefully. We'll see. Probably not. I'll, I'll put 10 bucks on that he's not. And he's back for a second time. No, what's going on? Oh, yeah, no, I put this. This was uh, Mitch's frozen face when he froze. So we just put it as him. I got two of them. Wait, I got another one somewhere. Oh, here it is. Yeah, you have two. You have two. Hey, There's the wait, other one. Wait, 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 wait. Jamal, you there? Yeah. My, my father just came down one more time and was like, hey, is Jamal there? And I was like, yeah, why? He was like, you know what Jamal stands for? I'm bold. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> is, that, is that what that means? I'm bold? Bold. Oh, oh God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Robert, you're fired. <laughs> he just said, Robert, you're fired. <laughs> he won't be there for the week. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, have a Manhattan on me. <laughs> see now what's your drink of choice like we we all we've had this discussion on the podcast before i we know yeah, ethan, I, we know ethan can't stand rum and cokes anymore no uh, that's my go-to i just no. uh, i i'm a whole garden guy so um i've been drinking this for a long time but 
mixed drink wise, I'm a Jack and Coke fella. I respect okay. that. I respect that. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard of that beer, man. It's a, I think it's a Belgian beer. Actually, it's a wheat beer. And I've been drinking this forever and a day, and it's one of my favorites. So it's definitely my top beers of all time. Last last right. episode, I got clowned for drinking uh, a Bud Light. So let me ask you this, Frankie: Why did you get clowned for drinking a Bud Light? Because um, we had a we had a Mr. German on the episode, and um, he was only um, premium German beers, like okay. nothing of that uh, water crap. Which so I was you. You basically insulted Mr. German. I, I did. I did. Yeah. Because um, yeah. yes. we have a rule. I mean, I have a rule when I travel. And my brother, I, I made sure I implement that rule to him. Because uh, he traveled here from Seattle. And I told him, if you ever travel, whether it's, you know, across the, like, you know, international or, you know, here in America, you don't drink a beer that you can otherwise get at home. So That's he was like, he was like, okay. So what do you recommend? And I'm a huge fan of the Brooklyn uh, brewery uh, over there in Williamsburg. So I was like, hey, get a Brooklyn Lager. You know, I'm like, get get that. Now me, I live here. I drink those. I drink those a lot too. So, but I'm just like, you know, you always go and support the local beers that you know, the, whether it's craft beers or whatever. I don't care if you're going to like the next state. You always you just drink what they have because what's the point of traveling it, it just doesn't make sense to me if you're going to travel and drink the same bullshit that you could drink at home you might as well just stay home so my brother was like you're right what can we get so i got we got we we got these beers and we crossed the brooklyn bridge drinking these brooklyn lagers and um i think it made his it 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 it, it, it helped his trip so now whenever he was like okay let's go get some beers what do you suggest? You know, of course, don't get Heineken's. Of course, don't get like, you know, those commercial beers. Like get something that you wouldn't otherwise, you, that you would never get at home. Have you if, ever had a, a, the Coney Island Brewery? Or the yes, Stein? I have. Have you? How do you like it? I Actually, I like it. Um, I think it's, I, don't, I, I didn't prefer it. I did not. I had it. I had it. As I still get to try that. I didn't like it. I didn't know what was wrong with it. Maybe it was just like after like having... Um, um, the the really strong uh, rum and coke and from, from yeah the, but like I didn't I didn't know it just it didn't really hit like the palate you know so I didn't I, I haven't I mean, had it again I've had a couple and I I mean it's it's different I mean again I don't think anything beats Brooklyn but at the same time it was just one of those things where it's just like okay I tried it I like it but I tried it again sure but at the same time I live here so for me to try Brooklyn. Uh, I, I wouldn't, it would be kind of, I mean, not Brooklyn, but uh, Konya, it would be far-fetched for me. But I also, like, I like to go to, like, my bodegas, and I would, I would like, get beers that I wouldn't normally drink. You know, like, there's, uh, I think, Victoria's, they have, like, these sour uh, beers that they have in the Golden Monkey. Um, I've never, I, I, I've never had these beers before. Like, I mean, I've had them, I, uh, but like I couldn't get these. I don't think I could get these beers anywhere else. So I was like, oh wow, let me try this. And now it's like when I come home from work, I'll get like a, a bunch just to like have before dinner or during dinner. See, when I was at school, like I didn't have that luxury. Like I could only walk to like 
so far. So I, 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 every beer that they sold in the, in the, in the, the gas station or the other place that I went to, I have the, all the boxes of them saved so I can put them uh-huh. all over my wall. So, cause I have yeah. like, like one of each one. And then if I liked it, I kept getting that. Or if yeah. I, if I knew I liked it, I would get a bigger box of that. But like, like I couldn't get all those different types because like these play, I didn't have the luxury of going that far, but when I do, I, I'm going to try and try. So like, ju- wait, wait, just for all the girls out there who are listening, when you walk into Frankie's apartment and you just see a bunch of beer uh, cases on the wall, don't be afraid. He's not an alcoholic. He's just very depressed. I don't know, I, no, I, no, no. We're all alcoholics. Just, just, just say it. Just say it. We're all alcoholics at this point. We're all alcoholics at a different level. Yes. Well, yeah, Matt. You, you, you drink for results on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was very surprised. Yeah, I mean, with the party, you you went through like what, what four Coors Lights, which isn't much. Before Coors Lights, a matter of out, five minutes. It was like ten minutes. Yeah, it was like you walked in, you had one. You were like, I want one in my hand. We got you one. I walk, I walk inside, come back out. Another one's already demolished on the floor. I'm like, <laughs> okay, what's happening here? Like, well, you picked Coors Lighted. That's like fucking piss water. It is. I know, but I picked it on purpose so people could do multiple games. But you know, I planned it out perfectly, and it didn't work. But Anytime. you didn't plan out for me and Mitch being there apparently, because me and Mitch could go through those like a. Oh, anytime please. I see anytime I see somebody drinking five Coors Lights, I always ask them, "Are you a diabetic? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is your end game here? Like, why did you why did you show up? <laughs> like, you know, like Coors Light is like swimming in like the like the like not even the deep end of the pool. You're just like waiting in like the kiddie area. <laughs> it's like when you when I see somebody drinking Coors Light, I'm like, you're not ready to have fun. <laughs> Yeah, but no, do you feel the same way when you see people drinking like seltzers, like White Claws or Trulies? Because like that's well, the same shit, in my opinion. Yeah, but I'm just like, you're a white girl. Of course, you're gonna drink these because you're trying not to. You're trying. You're telling me that you're not trying to get knocked out uh, during this at this party because you see a bunch of like dudes around. Like, no, no. I mean, I've I've drink. I've had my share of White Claws. Um, first of all, gross. But you know what? When you're when you're trying to kind of like. You know, uh, be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, sometimes white claw is where you gotta, uh, where you gotta go. So well, John, now, Jamal, John drinks my... the white claws to get fucked up. Just saying, he drinks three. He gets th- he drinks three and he's dead. Yeah, that's that's kind of sad. Yep, it's true you though. Know, the, I'm still amazed of John's like. He really thought he could handle with me and Mitch and. Me and Mitch weren't even warmed up before he was drunk. No, no I've seen that. John drink before, yeah. though. I didn't expect much. I never saw John drink before that night. You've never seen Not me drink all. before that either. Yeah, but I don't have to. Like, I, I could tell you could handle your alcohol. Now, see, Jamal, my question for you is if you see a guy just drinking... And his drink of choice is an angry orchard. What do you think of this guy? Um, I, oh, God. I, I'm not going to lie. I've had my share of angry orchards. 
Um, I don't know if it's a build up to something better. No, no, he's drinking that for results. Like, oh god, well, um, <laughs> the oh god. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what we could. I don't even. I I can't approach you. I don't know what we would have talked. What we would talk about. Um, Ethan, you're uninvited. I, I would just be like, hey, um, do you want another Angry Orchard? Because I can't help but notice you have like two bottles of empty Angry Orchards around you. Um, what's your end game here? <laughs> like, you know, so, Ethan, you're officially uninvited to the comedy show. No, 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 no. I do. I warm up with those and then I go to hard liquor. That's Cap. Yeah. That's, no. That is Cap. That no, is you, cap. The entire party you were not. warming up, right? You were warming no, up the entire I, that party. Solo right? cup was full of, <laughs> that solo cup was full of hard. Uh, oh, yeah, shit. Liquor. Uh-huh. You can like seltzer, maybe. No. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, for me, like, whenever I go to parties, I would, I mean, I will start off with beers. But at the same time, I'm just like, okay, I don't want to drink too much beer because I want to get liquored up. So I'll do like a jacket Coke, rum and Coke. Um, sometimes I'll bring my own Doucet and I'll share uh, depending on the situation. But it's just like, I, I, I don't know. Like if I see like, okay, it's a sausage fest. I'm like, all right, um, do I even want to drink here? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so many variables when it comes to drinking and hanging out, but it's just... Um, like I, I like I don't know. It's just um, like you can't really shame on me to judge somebody by their drink of choice because we don't know what their story is. If 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 somebody's drinking Angry Orchard, it's like okay, maybe you had a hard day at work or no. Ask Ethan his story. We ask we, him, we ask know him. his. We know his story because I was part of his story. And he's like, <laughs> okay, well, well, okay, well, well, tell your story. What is your story? Like, yeah, Ethan. Pussy's so... just throbbing. It's all this. Pussy just throbs. So this was my last night in Montana. Me and Matt went out. Um, I had a little too much to drink of uh, Corona. Corona. He had seven okay. Coronas, Jamal. Seven. And that, then we had... I mean, that, that is a lot. I mean, like, a lot. But Corona is the stuff. equivalent to Coors Light in its piss water. And then it's we had stuff Mexican at the piss water. Matt. And then, um, yeah, ever since I can't take a sip of, out of beer without um, getting PTSD you know, from that night. And then trying not to throw up. But, okay. but Ethan, don't forget, uh, you had a, a traumatizing experience with, some, with Roman Cokes with me, and you still drink them religiously. Yeah, that's, that's, I didn't throw up, though. You you at you asked your mom to pull trig. I think that's the same thing. Yeah, he asked his up. mom to pull trig. He couldn't do it himself. Just had to put it out there. Every time I can, I'll put it out there. So, Ethan, if you come to the show, we're probably gonna hang out afterwards. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have to choose a better drink, bro. I will. <laughs> just for you. I mean, here's the thing: because I'm gonna have a lot of my friends, and if you order a drink, if if you're like, oh yeah, I have a Bud Light. I can't promise you you will not be judged. Like, I mean, you'll be you'll be judged, but we just we'll just be like, oh wow, man. we'll have to keep it to ourselves. No, he'll get an angry orchard on tap. He'll he'll go a little fancy. Oh, no, oh, I found I found the new cider. It's called Down East. Yeah, if, if wait, if a bar has angry orchard on tap, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> and, and when you drink it, you have to have your pinky out. Oh, um, oh we've gotten a picture of Angry Orchard from the bowling alley. It's, it was it's pretty good. I can't lie. Like it's a pretty does good it, investment. Does it have it's, a different the, taste to it? It tastes a lot better. 
It was the best drink available. That's all like all I'm saying. Well, it's a bowling it alley. That, it was either that or Heineken. There was no in between. Ugh. I love Heineken, but wow. Heineken's okay. You know what? Like, if it's the only thing available, I'll obviously drink it. But if there's other options, I may look elsewhere. I've been thoroughly bathing in Guinness lately. Um, since St. Patty's Day, I've been drinking Guinness, and I'm just like, you know what? Um, I need to start. I need to start supporting this more. Like, my thing is, if I see a chick drinking Guinness, oh, that's marriage material right there. I'm like, babe, that's all. That's I his need. green flag. You, you just told me everything I need to know about you, boo. Guinness it is. Cheers. Boop. So if the beer matches your nails, is your, you, that's, a, that's a yes? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, I'm always down, yo. <laughs> so wh- what's the story? Why did you paint your nails? I've you heard know, a couple stories. What's the true story? Oh, I want to hear the stories you heard. <laughs> I want to hear these rumors. Because I, t- I guarantee you, the stories that you heard is something that I probably never told anybody. I'm going to hear See, these stories. The story I, I heard was that you s- slammed it in the door, you had a black nail, and you decided to just paint them all black. Okay. Um, that's partially true. I slammed my thumb at a gate, and it fucked up maybe. I mean, it was my... Like my, my thumb especially was like maybe a quarter black, but that's not the reason. So so what is the reason? There's absolutely there's really no reason, or even if there was a reason, it's it's my reason. Um, <laughs> there's no reason. Why does anybody paint their nails these days? Why does any dude paint their nails? Well, their boyfriend usually likes it. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's funny. No, that's funny. Um, but um, no. It's like I, I would have people. People would ask me like, "Are you emo?" No. Well, how can you be emo and have your nails painted? Easy. I'm just. I am demonstrating to you how I'm not emo and having my nails painted. Maybe. Maybe I'm trying to express a sense of individualism. Ooh, no one's ever said that. That's too big of a word for Ethan or Frankie to comprehend. <laughs> and you. Like, I, I no, 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 no. Ethan, Ethan let's got me 100 who... on my, my final. He, he comprehends everything now. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed him for my, my, uh, my uh, final. I, got a, I, got, I did get a 24 out of 25, but it was my fault because I didn't put a works-cited page because I was supposed to cite the person I interviewed, Ooh. which I don't know how to do. You, how you how do I cite end, a person? Matthew. Yeah, you just, just, all you had to do was write my name and my job according, position. According to Matthew, who's my yeah. best buddy in the whole entire world, and I, and I found out like the like the day before, I did the whole thing wrong. I was supposed to ask ten questions, but like the questions were supposed to be, oh, what's your person, your person's name and job title? Like I was supposed to ask basic questions. I didn't. I just went right into the main questions, but like. Yeah, and the the teacher thought he wrote the answers because I was answer, answering with like specific communication. Because he took the class, and I didn't know that. I would not have asked you those specific questions if I knew you took the class. So that that was funny. But I was supposed to fail that class, but I got a C plus, so I I passed. You're welcome. Yeah, I that was thirty percent of my grade right there. So I I passed. Yeah. I always got the boys except Ethan and nutrition. Then, oh man, there's there's no helping him. You took the same classes, like uh, like 
If I took the same class, I, don't, I think I so. That video I Ethan sent in the group chat today that was from the nutrition class. I think that teacher Which had it one? out for me because of that video. No, she didn't have it out for you. You just never did the work. And you did. Yes. <laughs> let, let, let's not forget that the final project, through a week before it was due, I was finished with it. You looked at me and said, hey, where do I buy the software for this? That also wasn't my fault because the, the company didn't, like, it didn't let me get the software. There's, someone, there's always an excuse, Ethan, okay? You know, there, there was no excuse for that. Why didn't I do my homework? Yeah, my uncle jumped off a bridge 25 years ago. Okay, yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. Okay, yeah. Uh, that comes up a lot. It's okay. You can laugh. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't alive. My, my inner child was laughing. And it's I, okay. wasn't actually, okay, it's okay. I wasn't alive 25 years ago, but yeah. I'm just like, what did he just say? Yeah, no, no, they, they, they do it too. You know, I did it in the first episode. Now it's just a thing. So I just... Yeah. It's been calm a few episodes, so you know. Gotta gotta throw them out there. Hey, every gotta make a John joke. You gotta reuse an old joke every once in a while. Who's more Who's more active on this podcast, my uncle or John? Oh, like come on! I think your your uncle has made more appearances in episodes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know, man. Yeah. All right, everybody. what's the way before before we do it over under John being on next episode? Let's hear it. Every we, we got to hear it. I'm saying Wait, under, I'm saying you, uh, guys I'm bet, you guys bet on the John. yeah. I'm well, at this point. We, 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 usually, we usually do it off air, but after he told us he doesn't listen, we realized we could just say anything at this point, and we're I'm just saying gonna no. see, we're just gonna see if he reacts one day. You know what? Let's see if we can guess the reason. Um. I, I want to try and guess the reason. I, I just want to know, Jamal, how good is that low main that you're just chowing down on that <laughs> shit right now? Like, you're going hard on that. That's what I'm about to do. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really have lunch today. Well, I'll, anything I'll, talk, I'll, I'll talk to your boss. I'll see if I can get you a better lunch hour. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm hey, good. Dad. It's, it's just like, he's like, wait, what do you mean he didn't get lunch? No, um, I'm just like, <laughs> I ordered this like 45 minutes ago, and the funny thing is, whenever, like, I will, my Uber, so I, I ordered this from Uber, and it says it's actually Pad Thai. Um, the first driver could not complete the delivery, so I got that notification. But here's the thing that I would like from my uh, Uber Eats app. I want to know what the fuck happened. You know, don't just tell me that my food is not coming. <laughs> I, I want to see, like, uh, I should be seeing, like, an accident you know, on like Church Avenue and whatever the fuck. Um, I did, did he get into a brawl with like DoorDash? I don't know. <laughs> I want to know why my fucking food didn't show up. I want to see proof. I want to see that he got hit by a bus and my fucking low man got splattered all over the fucking He could avenue. take a selfie like with the low <laughs> man on the floor. <laughs> I want to see proof. I don't want to be like, because as far as I'm concerned, he could just be like, well, I can't deliver this, but it looks really good. I'm hungry, so I'm just going to be like, can't deliver it and eat it. No. He either had his helmet five blocks away from the accident or from impact, or um, he was helping a DoorDash guy who was getting his ass kicked and got his ass kicked along with it and delayed my, I need to, I need to see shit like that. And, and you know what? Not for nothing, that'll determine, hey, 
whether I tip them or this is better than like, you know, any kind of streaming device TV show that I'm watching. But I should know that why my fucking food is not being delivered after I had ordered it 45 minutes ago. I want to see Habib's face somewhere in a grill of a car with my food splattered somewhere. And I could just be like, you know what? I get, I get it. Of course he wouldn't deliver my food. And then I should have the opportunity to hit the reorder button and have my food here twice as fast and not pay any kind of fucking delivery fees. That's what Uber Eats should do. But it's great. You're preaching. So Jamal has just reinvented Uber Eats, everybody. I, I, I think I think we're gonna form a formal business proposal to Uber Eats about this. I think we just I mean, add them at a clip, you know, see what they say. I'm just saying, hey, if, here's my thing, guys. You guys have been, I'm sure you guys had girlfriends before. If your girlfriend breaks up with you, don't you want to know why? Don't you want evidence? I'm still waiting why? on the reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games until you find out it was another guy. Yeah, uh, right? Nah, we got to, Ethan, yo, find out from Jenna for me, please. <laughs> please. I got you. Thanks, hey, oh, I already, I already know why. I already. Oh, uh, we already know why. I know why too. It's... If you if you pay me enough, I could clip the guy that she's dating and just make it look like an accident. <laughs> we, it was let... That's why your daughter was late. Some of her beat you to it. They they're working a side job. Don't forget what I do for a living, bro. I could be like, oh yeah, I don't know how that body got in that casket. So. Um... <laughs> All right, everybody. Jamal, before we send off, do you have anything else you want to say, promote it, or anything coming up in your life? Uh, yeah, um, like I said, you know, uh, doing, a, doing a show headlining at uh, the Vino Theater in uh, Williamsburg uh, Saturday, uh, June 4th. Uh, come out to that. That's going to be fun. Again, you guys, could, I would love to have you as my guest on that show. It's going to be really fun. Um, and, uh, aside from, oh yeah, you know, it's not about you podcast. Um, you know, we're on Spotify, uh, definitely check us out. Uh, we we're, we're very hilarious. Um, and, um, aside from that, I think, uh, those are two main things that I'm sort of focused on right now at the moment. Oh, and if you need a casket, come to, come to Matthew's Aurora, you know, uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, I, I'll drop that. I'll drop that link in the bio too. <laughs> My family's got a thing or two to do with that. Now, uh, <laughs> we want to thank Jamal for coming on the show. Listen to It's Not About You podcast. It's a great episode. They got great episodes. I had a great time being on it. Definitely go back and listen to that episode. This is the boys of 718. We had Mitch. He had a run to do some scorekeeping for a hockey game. We got Ethan, who thinks he's big and muscular, so he's walking around without a shirt. We don't know why I Frank have is a shirt here. on. We don't know why Frankie's here. We love him. We rock with him. John's MIA, but we got Jamal filling in. We had a great time with you guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Let's go Rangers. Yo, thanks, Alyssa, for not letting John out.